1: Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone.
0: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from howstuffworks.com.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. You know me. I'm Ben Bolin, a video writer here at HowStuffWorks.com. And as always, I'm hanging out with our very own Scott Benjamin, our auto editor. How do you do, Ben? How do you do indeed, Scott? (laughs) You know, I, as always, am glad to see you and uh, chock full of questions. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I wish I didn't have to do them one at a time, but... But we'll just. you like to just
0: blurt all them out at one time. I would like to.
1: Yeah, I would like to blurt all the questions that Uh, I have and then intensely
0: difficult if you did that way.
1: It would because I would probably go too quickly and it'd be tough to write it down. (laughs) So so we're gonna we're gonna keep our wits about us here. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask you um, if you'll go back with me to an earlier episode we had about fabricating car parts. Wow. Okay. Remember that one? Yes, I do. Okay. And interestingly enough you know the guys at tech stuff uh were gave us a a very nice compliment on their show about
0: yeah they had the same the same idea they had Mm -hmm. the uh, 3d printers Mm -hmm. they had different applications of course we were talking about car parts but um yeah we we did the same topic that's okay
1: yeah and they wrote us a very nice email (laughs) and they (laughs) they they also but in one of the recent episodes they also gave us a bit of a shout out really yeah so very nice that's I, I love to feel the love spreading in the podcast, but I bring up this uh, 3D printing episode because in the midst of that episode, we talked about Jay Leno's garage.
0: Yes, yes,
1: the uh, mythical garage
0: that he has mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, you know, we were just talking about this before we went on air. That I, I don't know how many vehicles that guy has, but I would love to. I don't know, I'd love to go see it. Of course, I think a lot of people would really like to go see. Exactly, yeah.
1: what's there? It's like this cave of wonders, but for cars. Yeah,
0: you just, you know, you get little bits and pieces of what's there, but you never get a sense of how big this collection really is. You know, how many vehicles he has, what he has in the collection, the entire surroundings. I, I'd love to see that all at once.
1: Me time. too. You know, the freakiest one, though? What's that? In my opinion, and this is my f- humble the opinion. The freakiest one? The, f- okay. the, the most unexpected. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. There we go. Uh, the most unexpected. Uh, his collection of steam cars. Yeah. Or as you mentioned to me earlier off the air, steam engines. Yeah,
0: yeah, he has He has both. He has steam engines, he has
1: steam cars. Scott, I had no idea there was more than one steam car. I thought maybe somebody came out with a steam car, and then someone else said, most of us are using gas. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's a... That's a that's, Interesting. That's it's good, also though. probably wildly inaccurate.
0: It, it, a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> actually, steam car technology goes way, it, it way predates uh, the internal combustion vehicle that we think of as modern cars. Uh-huh. Um, as a matter of fact, it's, it's probably eh, ballpark 100 years older. Wow. So okay. there, were, there were steam-powered vehicles, not necessarily cars maybe. Mm-hmm. They're more like tractor-like things, um, wagons, I guess, um, that have been around since... Uh, as far as i can tell since about 1803 that's about the first mention of anything that i i've heard mm-hmm. um so in 1803 you're talking about a, a steam powered delivery vehicle that was used in england and it you know ferried passengers back and forth around town it uh, delivered you know whatever packages mail stuff like that sure. um but really i mean so it's been around for a lot lot longer than you would think i mean it's it, there're no there're no examples of this 1800 vehicle still around there are steam engines that are still existing, and J. Leno has a few of those, I guess, Um, you know, from the 1830s, 1840s, but they're they're bolted down. They're just stationary engines that operate. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if you want to talk about the, this is interesting, I think, Mm. the oldest running car in the world or the oldest known running vehicle in the world is a steam-powered car. You okay,
1: well, I you know I didn't know that, but I guess that makes sense in mm-hmm. the context of the chronology here. It's
0: it's a it's an eighteen eighty four um, French it's a French car it's a steam powered vehicle it's called a and I'll I'll probably mix mix this up like I always do let's butcher away uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a De Dion Bouton, a trepido. How do you how do you like that?
1: I you know I, I don't see it written down so I'll just go with you De Dion Bouton, El Trepido. There we go. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Something
0: like that. Anyways, it's close enough. Anyways, it's 125 years old at this point. And still uh, running. And still running. This is an 1884 vehicle. It's still running. The oldest officially running, uh, you know, officially known running vehicle in the world. Um, It was, as a matter of fact, it was auctioned in August of 2007 at the Pebble Beach Auction House for, get this, it was expected to go between one and a half to two million dollars was the price. You know what it received at, at auction? what three million five hundred and twenty thousand dollars jeez three and a half million dollars for the the oldest running car really
1: well i mean you know there's only one it's incredible isn't it and not
0: only that this one has the uh the distinction of being the winner of the first ever car race it was raced in i believe it was 18 uh hang on a second i saw it i saw this in a video um the owner one of the owners has only been up to this point now this is a little confusing There have only been as far as i can tell three owners hmm. of this car throughout history the you know the original owner then there was this one who i saw in this video um i don't remember the guy's name but he said that uh, this vehicle was in a race in either 1887 or 1888 i mm-hmm. can't remember what the uh, what the year was or he wasn't clear on that um top speed is only 38 miles per hour but it did win it did win this race so here you are the uh, the first car race champion ever um this this mm-hmm. oldest car ever again three and a half million dollars that's uh pretty big price tag what was the speed 38 miles per hour and but that's that was a top speed right average speed in this race if it's the same one I'm thinking it did it did a a 19 mile road course where I think it averaged I think they said 26 miles per I'm sorry 26 miles per hour wow so you're not talking about intense speeds but then again you got to remember that most people were on horseback bicycles Mm -hmm. horse and carriage wagons you know that that walking. Type of thing. walking that's right oh yeah i forgot walking yeah they were <laughs> walking
1: uh we still do that now i hear that people do that still you they know walk. i've we have all kinds of interesting subcultures in the city mm-hmm. i i myself have been hanging around with the walkers hmm.
0: you know um
1: cool. i'm gonna get one of those little bikes like in wally you know and just kind of sc- scoot around you know i want a bike but i think i'm starting to get sold on steam-powered cars <laughs> you want a steam-powered uh a little device to power yourself around the office here You know what? Do they have steam-powered Segways? No. (laughs) All right. All right. You could could work on it. I could work on it. (laughs) I'll I'll write to him. But so this it's very interesting. I didn't know it won the first race. Mm -hmm. 38 miles per hour, if it won the first race and it it also hit that, would that be the record? The land speed record at the time?
0: I guess at the time that was, yeah. And here's a strange part about this, is that the owner said that, oddly enough, these cars were photographed a lot. So there's a lot of photographs of these first vehicles, these steam-powered cars because they were so unusual. They were mm-hmm. so unique that uh and and you know, photo technology was relatively new at the time. Sure. People would turn the camera towards these cars a lot because, you know, they're just so outlandish at the time. So he's got a lot of photos of this thing, you know, at at the race with, you know, with uh previous owners, you know, just making appearances around different towns. He he's been able to track down a lot of the
1: history of this car. Wow. How yeah. how large was it, or what size about? You know,
0: it's not very big. Um, I saw two two men riding on it together. They were doing an interview, and uh, they were shoulder to shoulder. And hmm. it's not very long. It's it's uh, really what they were doing. It, what's interesting is they took the the steam technology of the day, which was you know tractor size and and big almost huge bus size um, engines that took three people to operate them. Um, they were very dangerous. They would explode at times. Right. Um, right. It took technology that was that size you know of course steam locomotives Mm -hmm. um it it shrunk it down to the size where somebody could operate you know one person could operate it and it could be reliable so it 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 made it accessible to everybody really
1: then the next question has to be whatever happened to steam technology
0: well steam technology kind of faded away but it was i'll tell you it was popular even Even up until a point where um, you know internal combustion engines were were beginning to be more and more uh, more prevalent, because you know this was tried and true at this point. It had been Mm -hmm. around for a hundred years or more uh, at that point. So people trusted steam technology oddly enough more than they did the internal combustion engine, which was you know brand new at the time. And like
1: any new technology, it had some bugs.
0: Yeah, that's right. But um, so it didn't completely go away, but. What did happen? I mean, this is. Let's just go to 1906. That's maybe the easiest thing to do. Wait, 1906? Yeah, 1906. <laughs> and I'll tell you why 1906 is important because um, the steam-powered land speed record was set. So you're talking about a you know a period of time after the internal combustion engine had been around. Right. People are still concerned with steam technology enough to attempt these records and, and say that you know these are still um, you know, plausible forms of. of
1: yeah, uh, viable vehicles. Yeah, exactly,
0: of transportation. So yeah. um, in 1906, an American by the name of Fred Marriott drove a Stanley Steamer on Daytona Beach. This is amazing. On, on the beach? On, on the beach, on the okay. hard-packed sands of Daytona Beach, 127 miles per hour in a steam power car.
1: I, You know, we're friends, but I have a difficult time believing you. <laughs> well, <that's> 106, <laughs> it just seems very, very... 120, Very fast. 127 in 1906 127 in 1906 yeah. pardon me amazing it's amazing I. it's hard to it's hard to swallow
0: what a daredevil really I really mean, yes honestly if you hit a, a a soft patch of sand or anything mm-hmm. really i mean it's dangerous so um, and that's
1: quite a jump from 38 miles an hour
0: that is quite a jump you're right you know you're right that that was the previous speed this is now capable of 127 amazing um but Here's maybe something even slightly more amazing. That record from 1906 Uh held for 103 years.
1: Uh, Did people stop racing steam
0: cars? They did. And that's probably exactly why that record held, uh, you know, held for the longest. It was known as the longest, you know, standing land speed record at that point, up until August twenty fifth of this year, of two thousand nine. This year. This year, it was broken in you know, late August of two thousand
1: nine. Uh, that's how you got me. That's yeah. what you meant when you said it didn't completely <laughs> yeah. go away. Yeah. The. Uh, it was this year. It was this year. A yeah, steam
0: powered car. The, uh, yeah, brand new record. It was set by a British team, um, the British Steam Car Challenge team. Um, And this information comes from their website, the British Steam Car Challenge site. Um, Driver Charles Burnett III uh, piloted a car for a peak speed of 136.103 on the first run and 151.085 miles per hour on the second run. So his average speed for the two runs, which is how they do the land speed record, average speed, 139.843 miles per hour. And this is in one of those long tube-shaped cars. It looks like a rocket. Mm-hmm. Um, big, huge steam car. But, I mean, it took 100 years and a car that is this advanced mm-hmm. to beat a record, you know, from some guy in 1906
1: on Daytona Beach. On the beach. Yeah, I find that incredible. That is incredible. That's, it's very strange to me when we're talking about these predecessors to modern car technology. You know, now please don't let me be misinterpreted here. I'm I'm not trying to imply that anyone who's currently driving a steam-powered car is behind the times. (laughs) Like Mr. Burns. Or Mr. Leno. Or Mr. Leno, that's right. You know, um, I'm sure that there are uh, valid reasons and frankly the guy who inspired us to uh, do this podcast, uh, Jay Leno, I think is performing a public service by preserving these vehicles. Oh, I totally agree. Um, But One thing that still baffles me when we talk about this predecessor technology, do you remember that episode we did about starting a Model T? I do. And driving a Model T? Yes. And then our listener mail about having to drive one blindfolded? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. What? It, It makes me wonder about these cars, Scott what is different about driving or starting a steam-powered car oh my gosh ben
0: this is this is you know this is bigger than we really have time to cover completely step by step okay but we can I mean, what we can do is we can i can point you to a video all right which you can watch and this features jay leno oh good which of course i mean it's it's hard to find a video of someone starting and operating in a steam-powered car other than jay leno <laughs> so um you know you probably have uh you know Good success trying to find this online, but the the video that I'm talking about or that I watched was it's a you know, honest it's 17 and a half minutes long, and it's it's called Jay Leno's Garage or it's from Jay Leno's Garage. Uh, the vehicle that he's starting and driving is a 1909 Model R Stanley Steamer, and if you do keyword search on mm-hmm. any of that, you'll you'll come up with this uh, this video. It's really really cool. I, I I watched the whole thing a couple of times actually. Um, I, I do that anyways but mm-hmm. um, <laughs> it's it's really a a stepped up version of what it takes to start and operate one of these cars because it's a it's a very time-consuming lengthy process that uh, it involves the driver going back and forth uh, pumping up pressure you know using a, a torch to ignite fuel um, adding water checking to make sure this valve is tight looking you know checking all the seals cleaning jets it's it's just there's there's an enormous amount of, of Precise steps that have to be followed in order to get this vehicle
1: operating. Hmm. So this is not really our ideal getaway car, No. <laughs> is what I hear you saying.
0: No, no, and it's like it could take. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing like half an hour or something. Maybe, maybe forty minutes to get one of these things running uh, from from start. You know, if it's not if it's not heated up, um, mm-hmm. driving it, not. Not terribly difficult, but not as simple as you know today's cars. Of course, mm-hmm. um, he does both in the video. You get you know a few minutes of driving. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the startup procedure is pretty crazy. I mean, at one point, this is amazing in this video. At one point, he's using a torch to uh, to heat up the fuel in the front, and I, I guess some fuel must have leaked. He brings a torch down. There's this ball of flame that envelops him, hits him right in the chest, wow. burns all the hair off of his forearms. Oh, my gosh. He falls backwards, you know, and, and he's laughing about it, of course, because, you know, he's not hurt and the car's not hurt. You know, it, it happens. I guess that's just it's known that this happens when you're talking about, um, you know, operating a, a steam-powered vehicle.
1: And this is in the day before mandatory safety oh, yeah. notifications. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. So you're lighting a pilot light. You've got um, you got branch tubes with, with fuel that you've got to mm-hmm. atomize so that, you know, it's... Uh, So that it's injected into so that heats the the the, um well the water so that it makes steam Mm -hmm. um it's it's actually really complex and he's you know jumping up in the seat he's opening the throttle he's pulling back the handbrake he's hand pumping the pressure to a certain point you've got gauges all over the place pressure gauges yeah um it's an interesting process it's really really cool what i found uh, there are a couple of main points in this that i found really interesting about steam cars that i just didn't know and, and we'll just wrap it up with this all right lay it on me um this car, this huge car, only has 20 horsepower. It's, it's an enormous vehicle. 20 horsepower from this giant steam-powered vehicle. Wow. However, I guess there's a lot of torque in a, in a steam vehicle because it has 700 to 800 foot-pounds of torque, which means that you only really need one gear. It's just direct drive, so you can take yeah. off and, and you know drive with one gear. So no transmission, no clutch, okay. nothing like that. There's also zero electricity in this vehicle. there's no, um, there's no wires there's no no battery mm-hmm. no electricity at all um, It's got gas headlamps um, makes it you know a lot simpler I guess when you think of it that way it's a lot yeah. it's a lot more uh, uh, refined I guess. Um, I don't know if it's an elegant it's, design it is that's right yeah. yeah yeah you're right you're right. it's very simple and there's not a lot of clutter to it. Mm-hmm. Everything after you get it started is completely mechanical. Hmm. Mechanics m- mechanical operation yeah. takes over at a certain point. The pump just operates, and you have to uh, you open and release the valves in order to control that power. Wow, yeah, it's really cool. And equally cool, I thought, was the uh, the shutdown process. And I didn't know that the the he calls it the blowdown process, where you have to blow the scale out of the tubes uh, so that it doesn't build up in the uh, in the boiler and oh, okay. restrict water flow. So the the blowdown process was pretty cool too. Um, is <laughs> yeah. that on this video? It is. It's hmm. at the very end. He uh, he backs it up to the garage at the end, releases, I think it's four big jets at the front of the car, and this thing just blasts steam out. You see really how much pressure this thing builds up. Mm-hmm. There's four giant blasts of steam power that last, I mean, longer than he has the valves open. He closes them before they're done. Um, but it's shooting, I don't know, 100 feet down the down the alleyway. Um, really intense. I, and you don't want to walk in front of that, of course. It's very dangerous. It'll I burn would imagine. You, but, but, or maybe even cut you, I don't know. But... Um, he does, at the end, go to you know maybe four or five feet out in front of the car and uses it to wash his hands off
1: before he closes the last valve. Oh, that's so, a little bit of style yeah, at so. the end there. Yeah, I think
0: so. But it it's really cool to see him driving this on, I, I guess it's L.A. roads. Is that right? I, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think it's on L.A., just on ordinary streets. I mean, he's stopping at streetlights. He's got mm-hmm. people pulling up next to him, and he's uh, sitting on top of this big steam-powered car. Wow. It's really cool, a Stanley steamer.
1: Now, this is usually the part of the show where we wrap up. With me asking you if you would get one, hmm. uh, let me leapfrog you real quick here and anticipate your question. <laughs> I'm not going to get one no yet you know, dude, I won't even carry coffee in my car. <laughs> it would be just a a grave hypocrisy yeah. for me to have a car powered by hot, hot liquid, yeah. Yeah. so I,
0: I think it's an interesting car I, I would like to try and I would like to assist maybe mm-hmm. you know trying to get one of these up and running I've seen it happen I went to a Concourse show one time and watched mm-hmm. a guy the the full process from you know a cold vehicle all the way to pulling away it took a long time I don't remember how long but um, it was complex just like you see in this video sure. but except I, except I got the full treatment there mm-hmm. and I would like to hel- I'd like to help somebody do it sometime I'd like to drive one of course and just try mm-hmm. it yeah um, it'd be interesting. It'd be difficult
1: really yeah um
0: but i i I don't think I would want to own one for sure
1: i mean, I'd, I'd hang out i'd hang out with you if you owned one yeah <laughs> but an, i wouldn't an, I wouldn't start it. It's an interesting museum piece, sure. it's a cool thing for a collector like jay to have yeah however
0: if if this is your third car that you take out on weekends, it might be a little bit more trouble
1: than you think to get it up and going. That's true. Yeah. And to everybody else out there, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, And I guess thank you to uh, Mr. Leno for taking care of these vehicles. Um, Because, again, we really do feel it's a public service. Uh, Do you have any interesting uh, car driving stories? Do you have any suggestions for an upcoming episode? Uh, Do you check out Scott's blog? If not, you should. It's on the homepage. And you can also send us an email at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com.
0: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com.
1: And be sure to check out the High Speed Stuff blog on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage.
0: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. It can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts.